Hello and welcome to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Gerrand, and I'll be giving you my honest thoughts on the books I read. While the reviews will be short and to the point, they'll include everything you want to know without any spoilers to help you figure out what you should read next. So with that said, let's jump right in. Hi everyone. So after last week's negative book review, I'm going to bring it back around with a positive one. And it's one that I really, really enjoyed that also really surpassed my expectations. Both the story and the writing turned out to be, in my opinion, unexpected masterpieces. So it should also come as no surprise that the book I'm talking about is a thriller. Because if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, or even just last week's episode, you'll know that I'm a bit of a biased reader. But who isn't? I gravitate away from romance and chick lit books like last week's review and towards suspenseful thrillers. That being said, even if I am a bit biased towards this genre, you don't have to be a thriller junkie yourself to enjoy it as much as I did. I think this could be a favorite read for a lot of you guys as well. And if you haven't seen from the title of this episode, the book I'm talking about today is The Western Wind by Samantha Harvey, a thriller that's also historical fiction. It takes place in 15th century England, more specifically in a tiny village in Somerset, which is cut off by a big river with no bridge. And one day, the body of Thomas Newman is found, the wealthiest and most industrious person from the village who was swept away by the river in the early hours of Shrove Sunday, which I googled and is the Sunday before Ash Wednesday for any of my fellow non-Catholics. But there has to be an explanation. Was this an accident? Was it suicide? Or was it murder? Fortunately, the village priest, John Reeve, has been privy to everyone's secrets over the years through their confessions. But will he be able to unravel what happened to Thomas? And what will happen if he can't? To unravel the mystery, the story takes place over the course of four days, and actually works backwards from when Thomas Newman's body was found, which is already an incredibly unique story structure. Then you add the suspenseful murder mystery aspect, and I'm immediately hooked. And if you think about it, not only is it a suspenseful read based on the premise alone, but also think about the context. If a murder takes place during the 15th century in a village that was as small and as isolated as this one was, and if you live in this village, not only would you know the victim, but the murderer would have to be someone amongst you, which is what lends itself to the suspense of this story and the psychological element as well. This particular story is also told from the priest's perspective, which was an aspect of the book that I loved. I personally thought this was a very cool decision on the author's part, because the village priest is seemingly a neutral source to investigate this murder. Plus, he's also the best one for the job in 15th century England, because, as I mentioned, he's been the one to hear everyone's confessions over the years. So he knows the politics of the village, as well as who slept with who, who 
who's held a grudge against someone or even who's acted on it out of anger. He really has the most information in order to piece all of this together. And the book isn't a diary entry, but it almost reads like one, while also going backwards over time in the course of these four days in order to try and figure out how Thomas Newman died. I won't go further into the plot because I really don't want to spoil anything in case you do decide to give this a read, but I will say that there are a couple twists and turns. Plus, this book also has an educational element to it as well. The historical research that must have gone into this book is incredibly impressive. But it's not something the author, Samantha Harvey, hits you over the head with in order to prove it to you. Instead, it came through in all of the story's details. Things like the clothes they wore, the character's vernacular, common phrases that would have been used at the time, and just the general lifestyle. And again, Harvey is doing all of this while also telling a story that's working backwards as all of the puzzle pieces fall into place of this murder mystery, which is what all added up to this being such an impressive book to me. And even though you'll be trying to figure out the mystery yourself as you go, Harvey did such a great job as a writer that you'll never be confused about what's going on, which is another tricky thing to pull off with this structure. That being said, I wouldn't recommend taking any long gaps or pauses during the course of reading this book. It's never convoluted, but based on the type of story it is and all of the details and dialogue, I think it is best suited to being a book that you read somewhat continuously. For example, it's totally fine if you just read a couple pages each night and it takes you a long time to finish it that's fine. I just wouldn't start it and stop it with days going by in between picking it up, if that makes sense. Which is something that I think lends itself to this being a great pick for book club. It's not very long, so you definitely have it done in a couple weeks at most, and there's a lot to discuss, not only in terms of the mystery itself or the interesting cast of characters, but also Harvey's skills as a writer. Because personally, I was incredibly impressed, and I found her to be another great historical fiction writer that I would put right up there with Hilary Mantel and all of the other well-known writers. And I mention Hilary Mantel specifically because if you've read the Thomas Cromwell series, it did kind of remind me of those books a little bit. They are very different, but I felt like they had a similar tone. But as I said, this book really is its own thing. Harvey impressively creates this tangible medieval world that you're immediately immersed into, seeing this small 15th century English village through the eyes of its spiritual shepherd as he critically examines his flock in order to get to the bottom of this mystery. Obviously, I highly recommend this book, so it'll be no surprise that I'm going to give it five out of five stars. And as I just mentioned, this would be a book that I'd recommend to anyone who's read and enjoyed books by Hilary Mantel, or for anyone who saw the movie The Last Duel, which came out in 2021 and really enjoyed that. But even if you haven't read these books or seen that film, but you're still interested in this book after hearing this review, I'd say to give it a read. Or if you're someone who's already read it, feel free to DM me on Instagram at brutallyhonestbooks to discuss. My DMs are always open, especially to talk about books. 
And in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, subscribe from wherever you're listening from, and I will talk to you in the next review. Thank you so much for listening to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. If you like this show, you can rate and review on iTunes, and be sure to follow along on Instagram at Brutally Honest Books.